When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the offseason swole cast here on rotorgrinders.com. David Kitchen, and I'm joined by my scandalous free co host. Let's start with uh, Pete Overzets rocking the underdog shirt. Very nice. Yes, sometimes people forget that I'm an investor, so I like to remind them. <laughs> hey, you're going to spread uh, the uh, coronavirus with that neck gator you got there. Oh, yeah? Dave's Dave's gator for the haters. I think we're going to get into that today. Uh, yeah, you we, know. we will. <laughs> we will get into it. We've got uh, Dan Gasper, Mr. 5, and also Davis Maddox. Davis, uh, you were saying there's been some moles on on Twitter. Like, what's uh, What's the deal here? Uh, you know, I wouldn't say moles, but I, I just, I just got snitched on before we started this show. Someone, uh, my, my boy Frankie tweeted at you, uh, tweeted at Pete and tweeted at Tuttle that I was in a best ball championship draft as we were on the show, just really blowing up my spot when I'm just out here trying to grind my deposit bonuses. Like does Frankie, it's a uh, Frankie P two, three, two, three. He's a, wonder, he's a good dude. He's, he's here from St. Louis. His family owns a restaurant kind of by my house. So, well, it's always good to uh, know restaurant owners. Uh, shout out to, uh, <laughs> shout out to Bobby, <laughs> the millionaire winner, Bobby. Um, um, <laughs> One of those motivational posters with Dave, and the quote is, it's always good to know restaurant owners. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think of what it was called. It's on the north side. Uh, What's the Italian restaurant called, Pete? Uh, Oh, man, he's going to kill me for for forgetting the name of the restaurant. Oh, my God, he's going to kill me. Yeah. Um, I'm on it. I'm on it. Oh, we're talking about that, Bobby. (laughs) Yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna need to come back to me. Can we uh, uh circle guys, it's gotta come back to me. <laughs> Did ki- oh kitchen I think he's gross. Look oh my gosh. Take oh my gosh, we were waiting for it. it to happen and it Just did. The very creep like the creepiest smile <laughs> I hope it stays up like that the whole time. I, I thought, he, oh, I, I oh, thought guys, he was doing guys, a bit. He's back. He's back. Guys, he's back. No. Oh, <laughs> what the? We literally have stop motion kitchen for the show. This is solid. This is going to be just a disaster. Kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, the internet is is crazy. The, inter- so, <laughs> the internet is crazy. My internet is crazy. It just keeps on going in and out. Uh, Davis, what round are you on? Uh, right now, I am taking McCall Hardman. So I'm going to let Peter guess what round that is for me. Uh, that's a round eight pick for Davis. <laughs> Correct. Round, round eight, uh, closing the uh, Patrick Mahomes loop. All right. Uh, well, it's like Frank. If Frankie's ever watched the show, he should know that. Like that. When do you not multitask? I was going to say you know, it wasn't just, surprising in the least bit. No, I'm just here, you know, giving it my all, doing my best for my friends. 
It would have been surprising if someone said, Davis is fully focused on the show. <laughs> the only tab he has open is is the swole cast There's tab. no well, way. I mean, you guys all have to have other tabs open, too. What if we made um, Davis do the whole show with his hands like this so he couldn't scroll? <laughs> oh, we man. taped him together? like just. <laughs> How long do you think he could last? That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> could you... Okay, if this was an actual bet, let's put some hypothetical dollars on it. How long, let's say 500 bucks, how long could you last for 500 bucks? 500 bucks, how long could I last on a show just, without checking just, stuff no. or just in general? You can't general. touch a device. You can't, can't touch, touch a device. You, you can't, <laughs> but you also can't go out for like a walk or anything. That, so I just have to sit you in just, my you house. Just have to, yeah, you just have to sit in your house. You have to meditate. Can't fall, can't fall asleep. Can I read a book? No. I just have to sit in my house just with sit. your own awful thoughts. Can I play At with five hundred dollars? Is it this is basically like a like a like a, a stoic like a like a, a stoicism like meditation exercise? Yeah. For yeah, five hundred like bucks, how long? Yeah, how long could you just can't do anything at all. Just sit. I mean, there. obviously there, there is a, um, like there is a relationship here between the amount of money. So like for 500 bucks, it's like, whatever, I'm going to go, I'm going to go play with my dogs or play PlayStation or something. Now, if it's for like 10,000, I think oh, I could go wow. for like a couple hours. Davis is such a <laughs> couple hours for 10,000. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I'm, I'd take five. I'd, I was going to say like four hours. Yeah, I was thinking like four hours. hours. My time is worth so much. I, more could, I, could, I don't think I could do four hours of just sitting. I didn't know that Davis was such a baller. I didn't know that Davis was such a baller that five hundred wasn't moving the needle at all. I know so. Davis is, grown, but he can't travel anywhere. Remember that. Remember we had this conversation with Andrew Wiggins. Well, there's Good lots of worthy to causes to donate to the, these days, but I think a GoFundMe where Davis has to sit in front of a camera like this for four <laughs> hours would be a worthy thing to donate to. It'd be pretty fun. All right. Uh, DK salaries are out. There were no holdouts. So, uh, so the salaries that were released by FanDuel are fine. Um, we've got no injuries you know, will happen. Well, I mean, there, there will be, but it's not going to be any different than the other year. I mean, last year was pretty bad as far as it just seemed like week one, it was whoever you wanted to play, whatever stacks you wanted to play, you could. Well, everyone this year uh, in, in cash, you're, you're going to be up against Christian McCaffrey and Miles Sanders on DraftKings. Yeah. Wasn't Miles Sanders like minimum salary last year? I forget who is minimum. I believe, I believe he was very low. I I actually think that is correct, David. Just to pull back the curtain, is it true that DraftKings was going to wait even longer, but Smiz bullied them into releasing them? Because <laughs> he needed to make his YouTube video where he, uh, I thought, actually thought it was very clever, where he like he clicked all his streamer buttons and like brought everyone behind the curtain and was like, oh, I'm, I'm all done. I, I needed to do 45 seconds to this. I actually laughed at his his tweet. I didn't see that one. It's, it's good. good as a dad creator. I can tell you it's good when people laugh, like legit laugh at your tweets or your your TikTok. Are you are you working on your um your wife guy influencer? Have you have you been thinking about it? Since no, last week's show? no. I I pass that off to uh, to Peter Overzet. He, um, he got a head start. You love to see it. I've done oh, two boy. wife guy posts since our last show. 
I did the happy anniversary on Instagram, and then I tweeted out her chocolates on uh, Twitter yesterday. So ever since I learned from Davis that this is such a lucrative corner of the internet, <laughs> I've really dude. Started- I sent I sent you guys the link in our chat to like the whole the New York Times article about guys whose career is just like making posts about them loving their wives. Do you Where's want the to chocolate tweet? Yeah, do you want to send out a free plug for the uh, the chocolates here on the Swolecast? The problem with with plugging it is she's not they're not for sale. Uh, she does have an Instagram account if you want to look at her chocolates on Instagram, Mirador Chocolates. Uh, yeah, she's it's absurd. She started making these like three or four months ago and is already like professional level, you know, bonbon gourmet chocolate maker. I've spent five years trying to become a fantasy football comedian, and she just overnight became you, you a been- chocolatier. <laughs> So I don't, you're, you're better at yoga than her, though, right? <laughs> Probably I don't, not. I don't want to have this come off as an insult, but those uh, chocolate-covered Oreos, by the picture that you have, mm-hmm. they kind of look like those Hostess cupcakes. Yeah, imagine if Hostess cupcakes were homemade with all uh, fresh ingredients. That's what it would uh, what it taste like. No, but yes, the, cons- the fresh ingredients. Tell me more, Peter. Can you lean into the mic? Dude, oh Pete, yes, Pete. Pete oh, is a wife guy, bro kitchen's pants are off about the fresh ingredients it pays to know restaurant owners and chocolatiers i'll tell you that <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's as far as like the dk salaries go dan when will you actually like look i've got like a just a hard fast rule that i don't look at dk salaries until like like eight minutes least, before the slate yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't pull like quite a week day. before. No, Soccer Dave will look at the Turbo Slate salaries after the main <laughs> slate has locked. Yeah. He'll decide he wants to play the Turbo Slate. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll be like a week before, too. It, even, Shout you know, out to FanDuel for, uh, for continuing on. I'm glad they continued on the uh, fourth quarter late night <laughs> showdown slate. Oh, also, I didn't. Those? I didn't tell you guys. I I won a a showdown slate on uh, on Fanduel last week. Chop it uh, like nineteen. Why you? No, it was more that I forgot. It was more than my my Millie win. So wow. sorry, Davis. No no screenshot. I I want to show down this last week too, but I also did not screenshot. Why did thought, I know why you didn't screenshot? Wasn't enough money. <laughs> it was only like two k. When am I going to start winning at DFS as a bit? I think I need to try that bit out. <laughs> I thought I thought Kitchen was going to say it was the fourth quarter showdown slate that had like a it was like a six person tournament. So, second no. half, uh, sec second half, uh, uh, Wizards Lakers showdown. It was a Lakers uh, showdown. And here's the thing. Here's the thing about fan. It was a last second three in the Don't fourth quarter, it. like that 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 nailed it and i'm like this is why i can't do it just sweating that three did you let out a scream dave i let out a a grunt i just i need you i need you to just know like for your own for your own well-being like just you know i know you love to grind i know you just love to get action on as many slates as possible you don't need to be playing single game on fanduel I have won probably three or four showdown slates on FanDuel. I used Fan, their lineup first HQ. First of all, it's called single game on FanDuel. Uh, yeah. I don't need you to be violating DraftKings copyright here yeah, on the show. It is, it uh, is single game. Second of all, FanDuel single game is the checkers of DFS, basically. It is, but you would be surprised. So this was... 
this was like the MME, right? Like this is 150 lineups. And I basically put uh, LeBron and AD and like they were the only two. Oh my two. God, this is like fantasy douche times a million right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I just made 150 like lineups of the people that I thought could win. And I knew that it was, it, you're basically hoping that your fifth guy is going to get there. And like KCP was the guy that got there for me. But like, it, I, I agree but it's fun. And there was some overlay. It's pretty incredible from a, a, you know, MME pro like yourself to get a bit of insight. Like I just played the guys I thought could win. Uh, (laughs) Make it an ebook. Can't even defend him. Right. As he was about to launch into his defense. Oh, he's back guys. He's He's back. back. (laughs) He's back. This is a disaster. I think it's going better than normal, personally. We got some more Tuttle interactions than normal, so I think that's good. I just, you know, we're all just sitting here sweating out um, Enos Cantor and Romeo Langford, so it's uh, it's just a good morning. Yeah. So I'm back. Kitchen, I'm, welcome back I'm like to the in, show. I'm like internet purgatory right now. It's just like you guys can have a... I can't even, like, defend myself, but I want to say that... I took I took the past four or five days off, and um, <laughs> I don't I mean, regret this, it. This is the best I don't regret bit. it at all. <laughs> just like looking at chats and seeing like everyone just losing their mind. That was the whole DeAndre oh, Ayton the thing. DeAndre Ayton was the, the okay. The Ayton thing was legitimately like I should have been just printing Sklansky bucks. Oh, I only played the showdown slate with the Ayton thing. And swap, so I get Sarich in my lineup. The guy swap off of is Darius Baisley, who breaks the slate with like 45 DraftKings points. Well, that was on you, not knowing that Baisley was the mega lock. <laughs> he's just an <laughs> offensive juggernaut these days. Dude, he's probably the best offensive player in the league right now. But that's now- the thing, trying to figure out, trying to figure out rotations for meaningless games is rough. It can be rough. Now I know what it was like when the three of us were talking about League of Legends DFS and Kitchen was sitting here like, uh. Are you still grinding the, the league? No, uh, I've taken a few months off uh, just to kind of recharge my batteries, you know, but I'm looking forward to getting back in there. Probably once the I, NFL season starts, I'll probably, you know, get back into it. I missed the achievement that was like play every slate from like July 5th to August 3rd or whatever. I missed oh, I it by like... One. I missed it by like four days and I just like got so discouraged. I was like, I can't. I'm 17,000 so crowns. 17,000. Yeah, 17, 17 and a half, bro. I really yeah. tilted. You know what? Jordan Bloom, if you're listening to this, you've, you've always said that you were going to be a good rep to me. Why don't you make me whole there? Why, why don't we, why don't you make me whole there? <laughs> um, all right. Uh, net gators or goners? This is, this is a sad. Oh, and just as, just as the established man... my, my brain. This is like very good Grinders Live circa 2012. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty good with the, um, you know, the th- the theme of going back to, uh, you know, the 10 year anniversary of RG. Kitchen trying to stream on Wirecast or whatever that really terrible <laughs> oh software my, was oh that my he God, could it not was get so to bad. work. Is it Kitchen using like a, a wireless hotspot on his phone for this video streaming? I mean, what's going I, on? I actually over there? think I actually think he should try that. It might work better. <laughs> So Gators are gone, and Overzet has one. 
I mean, do we even do we even know that that is a hundred percent certain? Was this one study? Is this multiple studies? See, I, the, the article it was I read, very limited study. Yeah, the article I read was the the CNBC one that everyone's been circulating, and it it was one study. And here's here's the harmful thing about this is that I feel like the the NetGator people are the lowest on the rung. Like they're the guys that resisted wearing masks, masks. the longest. Yes. And so now you finally get them to wear a mask and you tell them that it's actually might be worse than just not wearing it. Well, it's, I was thinking Tuttle along those lines, it might be like when there's um, like a, a wave split in golf, like there's a one stroke advantage to the morning or whatever, but the morning has all the good golfers. So it's just like, it's very hard to tell, you know, are these just people who are all up in uh, the coronavirus's business anyway? And, and, and to Tuttle's point too, the, the headline was so absurd because the, I read the whole article on Washington Post and it said, obviously the efficacy of the gators isn't as great as the cloth mask, but the whole title <laughs> went with the fear mongering of it's actually more worse. damaging uh, than uh, not wearing like, 110% worse. Yeah. And there's no, no evidence in, yeah. in there that says that it just says that it's letting more stuff in than the other mask. So it's like to Tuttle's point, oh, wait, there's people, actually no evidence. I didn't even read the whole thing. There was no evidence about it being worse than nothing. No, they said it was like 110%. Like it was that 10%. Was the, that was the headline. It doesn't seem yeah. to be true in reality. Here's My- the thing, though. Here's the thing. I double up. I already double up. <laughs> hey, so you have the inner sometimes, do you ever sometimes triple I triple up. Yeah. Sometimes I triple up. Let's do the triple up. See, I could, I could see it, though. If you don't have the double up. So What's listen the- to this. I am trying to blow. I cannot feel the air on my hands. Yeah. Is this good TV? <laughs> well, wouldn't it be that like the- AS- <laughs> <laughs> Swolecast has turned into ASMR? It's always nice to know a restaurant owner. It's always nice to know a restaurant owner. Um, my thing with the gators, I, I do wear them when I'm outside. If I'm going into a grocery store or whatever, I have my cloth mask. But for outside, if I'm running and going past people and I'm just not wanting to projectile droplets all over them, uh, I feel pretty confident a double a double banded gator is going to do more than nothing. You're you're even more of a lib than me. I don't I don't even wear uh, face anything like when I go to the golf course or whatever. I don't wear I don't wear any oh outside face anything. Yeah. All right. Um, well, to save us from that conversation, let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about college football, Davis. How do you feel like college football? <laughs> well, it's so it's so interesting because of the way that college football is aligned in regions of the country. It's very similar to how you know our country is just so fractured regionally, uh, like on you know on politics, right? So like we have. The South that, that, you know, doesn't do math or science or anything. And then, you know, you have all the libs from uh, the Northeast and then you have the hippies in the Pac-12. And you're, you're like seeing all of that come out in the decisions from the conferences, right? And it's very, it's very linked to like the regional politics. I just, I find it very fascinating. I, see, people try to politicize this and it doesn't need to be politicized. That's, that's my stance. Like it, I know that everyone tries to politicize everything, but this is just a case of really like when you have presidents that are, if these campuses are open, right? Like if these campuses are open, the dorms are open and they are still well, allowing the Big Ten to pl- to practice for twenty hours per week. 
but they're not allowed to play because the games like that's it's just they, well, it's just liability. It's just liability and it's it sucks. It it sucks that everyone gets to do what they want except for games with the Big Ten. Well, colleges also should not be like we shouldn't be jamming kids in a dorm rooms you know like that's obvious one person per dorm davis imagine paying for college (laughs) i was just thinking i i saw that my my alma mater uh k-state posted a tweet this morning of like kids moving into their dorm rooms and i was just like thinking of being an 18 year old and and your choices that you're faced with are uh i either am not going to go to college right for my freshman year and stay home because i am i'm worried about you know, the spread and the, and contracting coronavirus, or I'm going to go get jammed in a dorm hall with 15 other gross 18 year olds with probably bad personal hygiene. And I just, and I got to share a bathroom with them and I'm just rolling the dice. Like it's, it, it's truly a no win situation. It sounds terrible. Davis 2020, has- the fall of 2020 is the gap year. It's uh, just, that's my advice to everybody. Not to get off topic Davis, but have, has the Kansas city uh, or Kansas state alumni magazine ever wanted to profile you as kind of, <laughs> you know, making it in the fantasy industry. It seems like they could write an article about you. Uh, I mean, I give them enough money. They should. Do you, you regularly <laughs> donate to K-State? I, Do you I donate to the debate I, team? Yeah. Yeah, I donate to my department. I love I love K-State. It was all my professors there, like literally across the board. They all went above and aboard. They were all great campus is great like I, i'll stand for that university forever and they also Above. offer you rake back too right <laughs> yeah great well i mean that's that's why right the rake back is huge all right pete can you save us from uh from this discussion <laughs> i don't this i don't want political <laughs> the, i'm like kitchen oh, with uh with salaries not waiting till the last second the, when i start caring about college football players is like the combine uh and then i start to get interested in them but yeah i've never been a big I mean, we got a, well, this is actually interesting, right? Because part of why I never watched college football is because like, I'm going to do that all Sunday. I need one day, you know, to be a wife guy on Saturday, mm-hmm. but yeah. the rumors are now swirling that we might be getting NFL game slates yeah. on Saturday. How are you guys as other wife guys, family men handling this situation? Love it. I mean, I'm a, see, I'm, I'm kind of big... cool with it. I, I watch Big 12 college football every Saturday anyway, so it's not going to be that different. Yeah, I, I think it'd be fun if they had, I think what would, I don't even know if it was a rumor or whatever, but the three game or four game slates on Saturday would be pretty fun. At least like, and I could even go with a two game or an, even an island game because yeah. it, because it's still like, what else are we going to be doing? <laughs> you know, like we, it, I think it would probably help people as far as like staying in, just watching football instead of gonna be going grind, out. Going to be grinding at Planet Fitness, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are we captaining tonight, guys? <laughs> oh, wow, the crazy, crazy night. Who we, who we put in the captain slot? God, I love so, fantasy sports, dude. Like quarantine yeah. has been so much better with games on TV and something to grind all the time. It, it It's really phenomenal how much of a difference it makes. Did you like, I wish you guys could have seen my face and in like walking into my daughter's school yesterday to pick them up. And I see a guy wearing a Scott fishbowl shirt and I'm like, you play Scott fishbowl. And like, you know, there are people walking in this like, circular pattern whatever and i'm just holding everybody up um 
And all I wanted to converse with this guy was about the Scott Fishbowl. We both had masks on, so you couldn't see like my true, my like, you know, famous face. Uh, And shout out to Debbie Watch and Brad McDonald because uh, we made, we made, we were friends yesterday. That's, I'm, I'm excited for you, Dave. So you guys, you didn't, you didn't know each other ahead. Did he follow you on Twitter before this? Yes, he had, he was already following me on Twitter. You hit him with that follow back, kid. I hit him with the follow back yesterday. Uh, so so yeah, we we can talk about Debbie stuff. And I'm not I'm not really a Debbie guy, but I do like college football and I do like NFL. So maybe maybe we could talk about like a superflex Debbie tight end premium. I, I'm I'm in a Debbie ball. league, and let me tell you, it's uh it's a lot. It's a lot. It's hardcore. Too. That's what it's yeah, hardcore. I feel well, so like was Dynasty time... before the best ball format that was brought. Uh... <laughs> I just I feel like sometimes every time someone is offering me a trade in these Devi leagues, I'm like I'm missing something. Like clearly yeah. they're taking advantage of me, and clearly <laughs> I'm taking a massive L here. Well, and Sean Sean Siegel is in my Devi league, so and I've made a couple of trades with him, and I'm just like clearly somehow this is going to work out where Sean gets like 900 points better than me yeah. out of this trade. Britt Devine sends me in in our other best ball dynasty league. Like he sends me like 80 trades a day. And it's just the point where I'm like out of spite. It could be a good trade out of spite though. I'm clicking, clicking reject. All right. Uh, Pete, what you got for us? Yeah, I have a, you know, a very exciting development here for those of you who tuned in to our very first off season episode. Dave shared a story about being at Disney world and running into a fan who ran up. Just say it. Do you have the picture? Do you have the picture? Just say it. I don't have the picture, but I have a very big lead in the development. Okay. So I received uh, an anonymous tip in my Instagram DMs, no less. And it is to a misconnections post on Craigslist that I'm going to have Devin throw up on the screen here and I'm going to read it. And I think this uh, puts us a lot closer to figuring out who this fan was. So The title of the post is Disney Photo with Fantasy Oracle. It was a sweltering early March afternoon at Disney World. We crossed paths by the water fountains adjacent to Magic Kingdom. I immediately recognized you, the undisputed leading tout of the DFS industry. You were donning a schmedium tighten-up shirt and double-fisting dilly bars. As this was before the coronavirus, I sheepishly asked for a photo. Even though my approach could have easily been part of the gathering of negativity that so dominates your industry, you (laughs) happily obliged. I thanked you profusely, as I was sure you had been hounded by fans in press all day and likely hadn't even had time to shred the ellipticals at the hotel. In parting, like Babe Ruth calling his shot, you advised me to buy CEH everywhere you can, no matter the cost, and then quickly flashed me your latest Robin Hood investments, mask and sanitizer stocks galore. What valuable nuggets of info those would turn out to be. We're almost done. As we drove home from the park, my six-year-old asked me if that was the man who does the funny bits on YouTube. My wife's eyes shined as she explained that not only is that the man who helped forge RG, but he is also the sole creator of the Best Ball Superflex Dynasty League format. (laughs) I chuckled to myself. The glint of a planet fitness twinkled in my rear view. If this is you, please contact me immediately. So I, uh, I'll send you this link, Dave, and uh, you could reply to this because I think we're we're close. I mean, to have this that, oh that my sounds God. like I mean it wasn't Magic Kingdom; it was the uh, uh, it was it must the other be one. Somebody else then. 
but (laughs) (laughs) But yeah uh, that was that was close very close it's uh it's pretty crazy dave in conjunction with your scott fishbowl story i mean all these fans just coming out of the woodwork uh yeah it's pretty impressive yeah but you throw you double mask it and uh, i'm just a normie like everybody else (laughs) so normies for life all right uh let's get into <laughs> so good. let's get to the jitter bit we've got uh training camp just i mean kicking off and we are this usually like we already have like a few like leads and we are just clinging on to anything we can right now people People like commenting about Gronk's practice habits that he's not taking any time off. He's he's doing like as far as at practice, he's doing like other drills and stuff. Like we just cling to anything. So I want to know like what is a legit or bit from practice uh, a practice report that you guys are buying or you think might be just hype. Well, we got to do the most ridiculous one, right? Legit or a bit. Josh Jacobs' goal is to catch sixty balls. This <laughs> season. Uh, I like our that our boy our boy Nate from Breakout Finder at an outrage you tweeted at me this morning that uh, you know anytime you can project yourself for a two hundred ninety five percent increase year over year you got to do it. <laughs> and, and to Dave's point, we are so starved that someone just announcing their goal in life is now newsworthy. It's like <laughs> it's no, I, I actually think this is more likely because it's his goal. <laughs> yeah like he um i mean how many passes did he catch last year 20 uh well, i will tell you it was not very many as someone who drafted a lot of josh jacobs last year i was pretty disappointed yeah he so tw- like 27 targets 20 receptions 166 yards uh, <laughs> 6.1 yards per target so good good for him as far as um as having that uh that goal for himself yeah it's and- legit so I don't, yeah. I don't remember, I do not remember who pointed this out, but 60 receptions last year would have been second most on the Raiders by 11. Uh, they had, uh, they had nine players in between 11 and 49 receptions. And then Darren Waller up there at 90. And then they proceeded to add Brian Edwards, Nelson Aguilar, Lynn Bowden Jr. And Henry Ruggs all well. You know, Zay Jones still on the team. Jalen Richard still on the team. Extended uh, Jalen Richard. <laughs> Extended Jalen Richard, by the way. And very sneaky, Devontae Booker as well, still on the roster, passing down back Devontae Booker. All right. Um, legit or bit, Marlon Mack is the starting running back for the Colts, but they are going to ride the hot hand. We talked last episode about just – JT looking like a a tank, a linebacker. So, Tuttle, start with you since this kind of hits close to home. Legit or bit, Marlon Mack will be the starting running back for the Colts. Legit that it's going to start that way. Um, bit that it's going to last very long. I mean, I'm I'm kind of joining the Jonathan Ta- Jonathan Williams hype train or Jonathan Taylor hype train. I mean, it I took the, you. We got. Do we have you ranking him ahead of Quintus Cephas for <laughs> for all time impact in the NFL? I don't know. I'm still. I don't know. I was. I was searching Quintus Cephas uh, pictures he, on Twitter is, is the other day. Is he on a team right now? Uh, the Lions. Oh, nice. 
Yeah, you, I mean, stack them with your Matthew Stafford best ball teams, IMO. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's legit that it's going to start that way. Um, they'll give the veteran the the official starting nod, but let's say week five he surpassed. All right, I got I got a I got a legit or a bit. Early report this morning, of course, uh, every time Levitan tweets a practice report, it ends up being the conversation of Twitter for that morning. But Levitan tweets out the ESPN.com beat writer report from the Falcons training camp that not only not only is Todd Gurley uh, limping around, but he is wearing like an arthritic sock on his uh, surgically repaired knee. And like ba- basically he just looks like, uh, a, a grandfather, you know, shuffling around on the sideline when he's not uh, when he's not on the field. It's not an arthritic sock, though. I mean, <laughs> I have those; those are cool. <laughs> <laughs> so it confirms it is an arthritic sock. Okay, let me let me read. I will I will actually read the report this morning. During the, during the early phases of the Falcons' acclimation period, Gurley walked with a noticeable limp and wore a compression sock on his left leg, yet he showed speed and explosion during drills. One source familiar with Gurley from his days with the Rams told the ESPN, he can't put his foot in the dirt and go like old Todd Gurley, but he still could be a productive back. Uh, people are drafting this guy in the tail end of the second round in high-stakes fantasy they are, football league. They are drafting him over A.J. Brown. They are drafting, drafting him, him over Schuster, over, DJ over Calvin Ridley, over DJ Moore, over Mike Evans. I mean, who okay. these people are crazy. Yeah. I will say though, the the best uh, camp hype are from like these beat writers that don't know what they're looking at. Anyways, those are my favorite. Like the beat writer pretends to be some sort of scout that they actually know. What they're oh or, or man, when beat writers, there were some beat writers tweet about ADP. That's that's oh, the good stuff. There was some shade about uh, DK Metcalf's internet lagging which i i appreciate the irony uh is the internet lagging at the top of his routes um it's like in a practice run and i i will not stand for dk metcalf slander in the after last year we proved that wrong we proved the whole shuttle score slow hips thing wrong uh in in what way did we prove that wrong he was fine. He wasn't just a one route type of guy that uh, was just going to be. Are you certain a... about that? <laughs> he had I, a good I mean, year. Dave, Dave, how much how much Seahawks tape are you grinded, bud? I'm not grinding tape. I'm just saying, like he wasn't a one. He wasn't like a just a one trick pony last year. I, this you is what I'll that. I'll, I'll meet you in the middle. He was definitely better than I expected, but I think if you switch DK Metcalf with Terry McLaurin or Cortland Sutton, there is yeah. no way he does what those guys did with Haskins and Locke la- factually, uh, last year. Factually correct. Yeah, 100%. I agree. mean, he's the perfect stylistic fit for Russell Wilson. I mean, yeah. and again, he was better than I expected, but I still think he's benefiting greatly from Russ more so than than other guys. All right. Uh, let's chat about this uh this running back situation in New England, legit or bit? I don't even, I don't even know where to start. You've got all these running backs in there. You've, they signed Lamar Miller to a one-year deal. There's reports that um, that Sony Michelle might not like open up the the season. He'll be on the pup, pup list, miss the first six weeks of the season. I mean, that, at least. that was just kind of always Sony Michelle's. Hold on, Davis. Hold on, hold on. Before you interrupt me, I'll give you your chance. After that, we also have that Damian Harris uh, is is sneaking up, and then 
the most recent one that I think I saw was that uh, this was a Roto World blurb that um, James White could have a monster here um, if Cam Newton is a quarterback, which he's going to be the quarterback. So you've got right there, and we're not even bringing up Sexy Rexy as far as Burkhead goes. So, Davis, now I'll let you speak. As far as, like, what are your thoughts on the running back committee? Are you even touching any of these running backs right now? Uh, I actually am pretty intrigued by Damian Harris because he is a guy, basically, that I can see kind of playing that role that Burkhead did in the tail end of 2017 where he was, like, the goal line back and he was earning – uh, like he was earning, uh, you know, third downs and, and targets as well. So like he still might give away some of the work to James White still is going to give away some of the work to Brandon Bolden, you know, whoever, but I could see him getting a lot of those high value touches in that offense. He's still going in like in the, I think I grabbed him today in like the 12th yeah, you round. You can take him. I mean, he goes super late sometimes. Do you guys remember when Rex Burkhead was like getting drafted? What round three in best balls? Two, two, no, it was like round ago. eight. That was the Silva. That was the Silva hype trade. Yeah. Tuttle, remember when we were at the uh, the draft live final in Nashville, and that was the Raiders versus Pats uh, game, and we were like jamming Rex into yes. every single lineup. It was the Mexico game. Yes, yo, yo, yo. Didn't he get there though at the end? I feel I like think he, he did. did. Suck out like a min value kind of return. Yeah, I got like a like one touchdown on two carries or something like that. I remember that too because he was so chalky. Uh, Pete, boots on the ground. What do you what do you got for us? The thing, this situation is so gross because we know James White is going to have the pass catching, and all of these guys are kind of fighting for that two down work, and they can go any which direction. So you're not going to have a huge ceiling. You're not going to have a huge floor with it. I my kind of thing is just if you want to buy Lamar or Burkhead really late, go for it. But otherwise, I don't really want to mess with it. I would not do Lamar at all. Lamar seems like glue factory stuff to me. I think Belichick. Right. I could see Belichick just loving Lamar Miller. So and, uh, going going full Jonas Gray with them. Yeah. <laughs> Cyrus Gray, Jonas Gray, pick whatever. Um, Cyrus Gray. Cyrus Gray is a member of uh, who? Pete. Cyrus Gray. Oh, fins up. Sorry. Cyrus Gray was a Dolphins player. So was Jonas uh, Gray actually after he got cut. I think Cyrus Gray was the was the Patriots running back that scored three or four touchdowns that Monday night game that won Bobby the uh, the million dollars. That was Jonas Gray. <laughs> yeah, that was Jonas Gray. He's it one was, of the Grays. It was four touchdowns. One won yeah. me a fantasy league with uh, Michael Salfino. Oh, cool. Um, all right. So I I will just say this: I got buried by Damian Harris last year. The whole Belichick going to draft him in round two. He's got to be good. Um, and just got abs- – I mean, it wasn't even close. Like, he never saw the field. He had, like, three carries the whole season. Um, and so it's tough trusting a – it's tough trusting a running back from the Patriots. It's also so funny because for a long time it was, you know, the Patriots as an organization, they were zero RB. They understood that they were interchangeable. Then they started drafting running backs like they mattered with, and they, you know, and they've all been but then using them still like they don't matter and just using right. whichever one they wanted. So it's like, I have no idea. You can't read into the draft. Look, you don't know anything back. about football. Bill Belichick took a running back in the first round and won a Super Bowl. So if Sean Payton and Bill Belichick did it, you can shut your ass up with nerd math. 
the same slappies are back uh, for why Mohamed Sanu is going to have a career resurgence. It's still, they gave up uh, that pick for him, and he's he's going to be legit this year with Cam. I've been drafting him in the 17th and 18th. Well, you you can take him on the DK best balls because Cam goes late in those. You know, you can take Cam in like the 13th, 14th round, and you can do the backdoor in Keel Harry, Mohamed Sanu stack there, which is... The DK best balls right now are just... First of all, I'm, I'm... I'm kind of ticked that I can't even see the three dollar uh, twenty max tournaments. I so that. I still don't get yeah. that. We should be allowed to by Anyways. by the rules. By the by the rules. By the rules, we should. Be we should petition or any twenty max yeah, tournament. Dude, you Just give us a twenty max should, tournament. You should definitely petition for uh, your seven dollars and eighteen cents in EV in that tournament for show. <laughs> I mean, I just I, like I, drafting. I appreciate the rules to, you know, I'm just a little guy. I don't want to have to be competing against sharks like Dave Kitchen in my best ball tournaments. <laughs> you saw that Atlanta, Tennessee onslaught that did not include Todd Gurley in it, by the way. Um, way to avoid that landmine, Dave. All right. Say, let's... Drafting, drafting teams on live is so minus EV. I don't know how you, you're just throwing away so much money, Pete. I am with all these with all these drafts you're doing live. Did you don't yeah, you miss I, his I, bankroll builder last uh, year? <laughs> I had to no, do an underdog the, draft the, last week, and dude just snipes Matthew Stafford from me just because like that's what he can do. Just, oh, because he was watching. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know because oh, he wanted to be an a hole. The the one that me Pat and Pete did the sniping was at, there were three people in the draft watching our stream. It, it was out of control. Yeah, I was doing one the other day. Uh, oh, I did it with Eric. Uh, I'm four, and uh, we were we needed a last QB. Literally, the only guy was Haskins. We had McLaurin, so we we had grabbed Sims too, and we're like, we're gonna grab it. Some dude grabbed Haskins as his third quarterback uh, with no stack, with no nothing, just despite <laughs> us. So yeah, doing the the live stream stuff is can be very tilting. Did Eric give you any uh, valuable nuggets of information as far as like uh, like? converting his twitter threads into actual info <laughs> eric uh he's he's big zero rb he's going almost exclusively zero rb in these underdog uh best ball tournaments so he's uh he's found himself on the right side of history i love it let's talk about a guy i also love and i can't quit him jarek mckinnon hey he's looked why sharp would you, why would you want it why would you want to quit jarek mckinnon he's going to be one of the best value of the year He's looked sharp running routes. And this is another guy you can get wherever. We also had word that it's not a lock that uh, Raheem Mostert is going to start as a running back, starting running back for the the Niners. So are you buying any Jarek McKinnon legit or bit Pete? Yeah, no, legit. I kind of mix in, alternate, you know, him, Joshua Kelly. Uh, I'm now going to start mixing in Bryce Love back there. But yeah, he's definitely one of those oh, some, later. Someone's been reading back. their seagull. I mean, come on, all of it. But yeah, no, the I'm, Bryce, I'm the Bryce Love thing has been kind of all over the board. You've got people that are saying he can't catch passes, he's slow, he's injury riddled over the past two years, and then you have people all, saying, all, "Why all not?" Facts. He is not slow. Well, we not don't slow. really know. Yeah, I mean, he's, well, he was really bad like the last two years of college, right? Just his last no, year. He last just year. his last year. He, he was, was a Heisman. Can, he was a Heisman finalist, I think, his uh, his junior year, and then Correct. he decided to come back, and that was a very minus EV decision. I just remember playing DFS, and he would always be like twenty five carries, ninety yards, basically. Well, yeah, and he would be like he would be like ninety five hundred, 
and you'd just be like, all right, load it up, and he would just be terrible. He would he would be like Reggie Bonifon esque. <laughs> Reggie Bonifon. Well, he's, he's an oldie too. Twenty three. Yeah, you know, I I gotta say the Bryce Love thing. It feels like it doesn't actually feel like a hedge on Antonio Gibson. It feels like a hedge on Adrian Peterson just being in a in like incapable of playing at thirty. Now? Yeah, legit or bit people talking themselves into drafting Adrian Peterson post guys. Possibly the lowest ceiling, like zero RB guy of all time. Like here's the thing. Who- here's the thing. <laughs> Here comes Dave. And I'm just saying AP. because <laughs> someone, someone's been draft. I've been drafting all the Washington, just like peppering, just you know. If you're going to have one and one fifty type of thing, yeah. If you're going to push I, your I, chips I, in on a backfield, you should. It should be. Yeah, Washington. it should be Washington. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, team we project to be in good game script. I will say, if you go zero, if you go zero RB, and you start with some of these um, these guys, these backup running backs, that if their starting running back did get hurt, we talked about Pollard, Madison, um, uh, Washington there with the Chiefs. Like, if their starting running back got hurt, they're in really good spots. But if you go like zero RB where you're not drafting a running back until like the seventh or eighth round, you're you're drafting a lot of backups to start. And I think Adrian Peterson could be the guy that could help you in week one or week two, but he's not going to be the guy that's going to help you in the playoffs. So he's going to get you to the playoffs. Rather go Naheem Hines like style guy than Adrian Peterson in, the th- in these best ball tournaments. The thing is, is AP is going to split work with Peyton Barber. He's going to split early down work with Peyton Barber. He's not going to catch passes and they're going to be in atrocious game scripts. I just, I can't come around on, on AP. I mean, he helped last year, a few people. And sounds uh, like you're one of those sheep who just do copy and paste <laughs> rankings from last year. <laughs> I'm not. I want to see. I'm trying to figure out. Like, I saw it was like 14th or 15th round, and someone had um, AP. They drafted AP. I'm like, man, I can't believe he was like still there. Uh, I can't find it. All right. Uh, the next question I have is about some of these wide receivers: Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hilton, Jarvis Landry. These guys are going late in drafts compared to – I guess you could throw in A.J. Green into that mix too, right? Like guys that in the past have gone in the top three rounds. Now they're not. There's some issues to quarterback, issues with injuries, getting older. They're, they're healthy as far as Landry goes and Hilton. They're back to being active. So where are you on these four guys? Pete, start with you. Yeah, so they're not guys I have been drafting a lot. I do have a share or two of Jarvis Landry. To me, uh, you're paying for for volume there. I'll even toss in a guy like Tyler Boyd in that range. Uh, I I don't mind mixing those guys in if you're taking bigger cracks on wide receiver like the McLaurin, the Chark, the guys that might have a, a wider range of outcomes and a lower floor and you're trying to build that in. But if you're drafting guys like, I don't know, Robert Woods or other kind of volume guys there, I don't like stacking my team with a bunch of those guys. And I have concerns with Keenan and T.Y. Hilton this year and there's just always um a wide receiver i like more or that's when i'm having to start to draft running backs in that range so i just do not have a ton of those guys in my builds davis i mean maybe if i get really stuck like in a high t start i'll go jarvis landry sometimes but yeah 
basically by the time I get to that spot in the draft, I already have three or four wide receivers and I like to take a quarterback or Ronald Jones there a lot of the time or Cam Akers sometimes if it's a, if it's a soft draft. Yeah. I'm kind of all over the, I have, it, it seems like a really like the upside's limited on these guys, but maybe it's not, you know, as far as like, I think AJ green might be the difference maker as far as if he's truly healthy and they have a, you know, they have a decent quarterback this year. They can get him the ball and he's like the alpha. Then I think he's a guy that's probably going too low. Kitchen approaches, you know, these basketball drafts very much like a fourth quarter, uh, you know, NFL (laughs) showdown slate where it's just like, you know, I'm just trying to pick the guys that I think can, can win me the league. And that's just what I'm going to do. And it's just also, it's, it's very intuition based for kitchen. I think. Also, these guys are very easy to stack. Like it's so easy. We already talked about it as far as like the chargers, but it's also easy to stack the Colts as far as TY and rivers. If you want. Yeah. But I, I mean, would it surprise you if not only do the Colts run like the five fewest plays in the NFL, but they also end up scoring like less points than the Raiders. Like that, like that's just a total wasteland scenario. I don't, I don't really want any Colts this year. Yeah. All right. I like that. I'm just watching Dave. We just keep slandering all of the guys we could tell Dave secretly has massive. No, 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 no. Yeah, he's legit. Like, dude, I'm loading up on AJ Green, loading up on Adrian Peterson. I don't feel like I have enough of AJ Green. I don't feel like I have enough of AJ Green. I've been passing him over in the uh, in the six. I think his ADP is going to go up. A 32 year old wide receiver, you know, on a franchise tag, coming off of uh, an entirely missed season. I, you just got to slam it in. It's like a missed season and a half. Fella hasn't yeah, been playing in a while. I just don't take guys. He's like, like that. Dave in NBA DFS after taking a week off. He's just coming back <laughs> completely refreshed, ready. Yeah, to go. and guess what? He might win the millie for somebody, just like I won the millie. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll you have won the millie. Shut up. Uh, yeah, you, talk, you've not looked. You, look, you haven't won profile, a millionaire maker. I just think you shouldn't be able to talk for the rest of the show. Yeah. How is that not in your profile, Dave? Uh, it's, you can pick that up. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. That's worth, uh, <laughs> that's worth a profile ad. I'm sorry. It the is. prop, the prop king, you know, when you have all those props on your desk, sometimes it, it'd be it's, like, like people should expect it really. They should expect it. Um, and that's why I don't feel like I have anything to prove Dave, there. do, you, do if, you want an update on how NBA is going um, with you with yeah. you taking a slate off? Everyone played Robert Williams, uh, the Time Lord, the center the for the Time Lord. Celtics in the showdown Lord. slate. He, he's not going to play. He's just going to he's gonna get a DNP CD, and he's like 50% owned. Oh, I think he might might have just gone in. Gotten in. No way. Well, that was like, that reverse jinx. That was like the late slate. Uh, that was like the late slate. One of the last Every slates I played starts the same one. Yeah. <laughs> no, the the last slate I played uh, was the was the Celtics when Tatum when everyone were just like locks and Tatum gets three fouls in seven minutes and yes. and then like they, they didn't even have the Time Lord like projected like Robert Williams wasn't even projected he wasn't even in lineup HQ and then he comes in and has like forty. Uh, and that's what I was like. Okay, I just don't I don't have time for this. So you, know, you could you could kind corporate of... needs me. You could kind of say this was foreseeable because that was the game he kind of passed Cantor up in the rotation. So if you yeah. 
we're yeah, saying. but Cantor, Cantor always gets run, dude. Cantor is like the coronavirus. He's in the, he just got, he just entered. He just entered. Yeah, Robert he, Williams. He, he yeah. We're we're okay. We're okay. Yeah. It's gonna be all right, guys. He only Davis live like ten minutes, anyways. Davis with a live tilt. Everyone gets to see uh, how the sausage is made as far as Davis's <laughs> tilt goes. I I am nowhere. Well, I don't play cash anymore, so I'm nowhere. I know, near but you're always like in these situations. You're always meshing. Hey, is uh, someone coming in? Uh, someone coming in now? Uh, when they come in, I will say <laughs> I am the first guy in every DFS Slack to be like, has anyone seen XYZ no, like, out there? Is, is someone oh. like after the first rotation, he's like, is someone hurt? Is this guy hurt? It's like, no, he just hasn't come in yet. <laughs> Who was the guy that who's in football? You didn't have the number correct. And you're like, this guy's not it was it. uh it was when I was at yeah, the, you're at the, the game. Chiefs Chargers showdown when Keenan Allen hurt his knee and yeah, I got yeah, the yeah. numbers mixed up. Yeah, you were you thought it was 13. You're like, oh you know, he's playing. He's coming back <laughs> in. He's, he's, he's on the field. <laughs> the boots on the ground <laughs> skills would take a little while to develop. Well, like you know, it's hard because I'm always multitasking, right? So I'm yeah. doing like 19 different things. And every, also every, may every, not have Every kitchen story starts with, so I was playing the late slate and every, every story I am starting. So I was on my phone doing a draft, playing golf and also, you know, sweating X, Y, and Z. All right. We got to wrap up. Uh, Go ahead, Pete. I was just going to say a joke about how you show up late to everything, even the slates. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one to end on. All right. uh, Davis. Uh, you know, I just, I need Cantor and Robert Williams to both get to 20 here and we're good. Hey, how's your wrist? It's fine. It's just from golf. Yeah. Is it, is it spreading to your, to your shoulder? No, it's fine. It just, okay, it's, it gets, just gets tender if I, uh, play Davis, Davis once thought that, uh, 10 and I just could spread to other parts of your body. All right. Uh, Tuttle. You know what? Um, just excited to be on the show. Excited mm-hmm. to get get the show done. Um, <laughs> hoping Anurban Lahiri wins the uh, Wyndham Championship this week. And, that would uh, that would be a tale for the ages, bud. We'll be a rich man. All right. Shout out to Bonefish. Shout out to Bonefish for making uh, an awesome Gator. I'm not sponsored by them yet, but I uh, keep on double and triple wrapping those Gators. Um, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Search Swolecast. Subscribe to our iTunes channel, Search Swolecast. We'll see you next week where I don't even know what we're talking about, but there will be gators for the haters later.